What is up? Alex Osterley here, and thanks for joining us on another episode of Food Marketing Nerds. On the show today, we have Marie Miller, who handles social media and public relations for Four Peaks Brewing Company out of Tempe, Arizona. Marie brings a cool perspective to the table because she's not only marketing for a brewery with multiple restaurant locations, but also a CPG brand with distribution all over the country. Today, we're talking about emerging social media platforms and how you can leverage things like Facebook Live to grow your business. If you haven't dabbled in Snapchat or are hesitant to test out live streaming apps, Maria offers some practical advice as someone who has been implementing and strategizing ways to build a national brand. In this episode, you'll learn how to take a targeted approach to boost brand awareness with Snapchat geofilters, what to look out for when getting started with Facebook Live, how to navigate the red tape that comes with marketing an age-restrictive product, and a ton more. It's a fun and lively episode, and I think you'll all enjoy it. So let's get after it. Welcome to the Food Marketing Nerds Podcast, where we talk marketing, branding, and social media with the smartest minds in the business. Here's your host, Alex Osterley. Welcome to Food Marketing Nerds, Marie. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, likewise. So can you give our audience just a little bit of insight into into your role in, in Four Peaks Brewing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Marie. I am the social media manager here at Four Peaks Brewing in Arizona. And, uh, you know, I really have a great time speaking and talking with uh, all of our fans and followers through all of our social media channels. Um, and, uh, you know, I like to take some photos every once in a while as well, make some videos. Those are fun, too. So, yeah, we, I really work hard to bring our story to to our to our fans that's great and that's a it's a really fun product to market it is it is it's, and it's a great product as well it, it is I, I fully agree <laughs> so are, are there any challenges as far as the demographic being that by law you can't really market to anyone under 21 um, you know, really, it's it's not it. And and the awesome thing about social media is that uh, we really get to target um, specific you know age groups and demographics and people who really honestly want to hear our message as well. So that's really important. But it's it, uh, there wasn't there hasn't been too too many challenges um, for sure. Our pubs. Uh, specifically here in, in Phoenix and in, I'm sorry, Tempe and, and Scottsdale, you know, they are still a family environment as well. So those who are under 21, they do uh, know about our brand. They do know about our product already just from coming in and having dinner, lunch, maybe with their friends and family uh, throughout the week. So, you know, that's our pubs are a huge marketing tool for us. And so that really does allow a lot of, um, you know, opportunity you know, for, for the coming generation of craft beer fans. And so as, as far as, as targeting, whether it's uh, a broader audience for the pubs themselves or uh, an, or, an older audience for the, the actual beers, are you Facebook, for example, you guys have a, a pretty, pretty formidable Facebook presence and, and great content. Are you actually controlling the visibility settings per the, per the age or, or how is, how is it the targeting that you guys are going about it? I do. Um, I do adjust the, the targeting and the age um, visibility for, for our fans, you know, to ensure that we are getting guests and followers and fans on those platforms that are, you know, relevant to us. And, and we're following the law. I mean, you know, we don't want to necessarily appeal to anyone who's under 21. You know, we want to remain true to who we are and we want to remain true to, um, you know, just beer and, and craft 
as as a whole. So we want to do responsible marketing. So yes, I do make sure that the the folks that do join us on our, our Facebook page um, and even on our Twitter account, you can see in our bio that it says, you know, by following us, you're saying that you're 21. You know, we we're, we really work hard to make sure that we're doing um, and marketing and messaging the right thing to the right people, um, you know, so they can enjoy, you know, our, our hero product. And so basically putting that, uh, the, the term, the terms that you must be 21 to follow this account is, is clarity enough? Yes. Um, and, and that is something that came down from uh, as far as our legal team as well. So that's uh, it's on Twitter. It's on our Instagram account as well. So, uh, yeah, we have to make sure of that. So you guys are on Twitter. You're on Facebook, Instagram. You guys have a great presence on, on Pinterest as well. How do, do you have different content strategies across the different platforms? You know, I do because those are all each each platform offers a different demographic and really a different user. Um, while uh, a specific individual may use Facebook and Twitter, you know, Twitter is or I'm sorry, Facebook and Instagram, for example, you know, Instagram is all visual. Um, so that you know, we're looking for interesting photos. We're in, looking for interesting um, and experiential photos, especially to share in those, so people understand who we are. Um, as far as Twitter, we do. I, I share a lot of articles on Twitter as well. Yes, we do uh, do a lot of cross uh, marketing on all those platforms. However, you know, uh, Twitter is that's where you're going to get some information. That's where you're going to get some news, um, and that's where you're getting to share maybe your your bruise on Untapped or you know those kind of those those kind of different entities there. And then you know, Facebook is one that kind of holds it all together. Um, but we even on Facebook, I share that's a little bit different than what we share on Twitter and what we share on Pinterest or even what we share on Instagram as well. Um, you know, again, because those are different frequencies for people. If you're looking for an event, yeah, you're going to go to Facebook and look for that event to get all those information, all that information. But if you're looking for the nuts and bolts, you're going to Twitter. Um, if you're looking for that visual appeal, you're going to um, uh, to Instagram. And even on our Pinterest page, I, I share a lot of our recipes that we do for our craft cocktails or ideas. You know, so each of those uh, platforms offers our guests, our followers, or you know, um, users a different frequency to what they're dialing into and the information and the value and the reward that they're looking to get out of it. All right, so it's kind of just adjusting the content to the to the mindset that the that your followers have when they're on a specific platform. Yeah, correct. I'm just looking through through your your Facebook here, and uh, I see that you guys are on Untapped. Is that how is how has that worked for you guys? So uh, Untapped is really cool, um, and I, I'm uh, myself a big Untapped uh, user as well. So un- Untapped is a platform where you can go in and uh, you kind of take you you kind of like are are keeping track of the beers that you've had. You rate them, you get to take a photo of them, um, and then you get to add some tasting notes of your own, and then share them in a community of like-minded people who obviously like beer. Now that not only on that platform are you sharing, but it also kind of goes through to Twitter and Facebook. So you're sharing even beyond that specific platform with a, a large group of, of followers and fans uh, who are again, like-minded. So we get to go through there in really cool for, for the admin on the admin side of it. You know, we really get to go in there and see what um, folks are saying about our beers specifically. Um, but it's really, I get to see who's enjoying our beers, where they're enjoying them, you know, how, who they're with. Um, obviously in photos, that's always the coolest part too, is, you know, you get to see photos of how the product is looking or the environment that they're um, enjoying it in as well. Um, so, you know, those are all, all um, aspects that lend to the experience that our guests and our and our customers are having with our product not even you know not just within our pubs but uh, like literally all over the world that's crazy that's just a completely new 
basically just a completely new social media platform for beer alone. And there's so many great data points on there. Oh, so many. And, uh, you know, right now we have an untapped uh, badge. It's called Four Peaks Pumpkin Patch. And so if you check in um, any combination of of our pumpkin porter or a double pumpkin porter, you get a badge. So these badges are kind of uh, really cool within the platform as well. You get to uh, kind of brag a little bit about, you know, some of the styles of beers that you've had or if they're specific to the actual um, brewery or um, they have all kinds of different things um, on, on tap. So those guys are really great over there. They're doing a really great job and really engaging and getting other folks to, to share their experience and engage our, our users and, and, uh, and beer fans again from all over and i've never actually been on untapped do you know how many users that the app has or about how many i honestly i don't gosh we have alone um i we have something like ten thousand followers for our brand just there we had over two hundred thousand check-ins alone of our product um so i, I it's just i it, even in, even in my little personal community that i have you know i have about 200 300 um friends within that app that we all share and we we cheers each other it's it's, it's engagement within the app too so uh, you get to go in there and and cheer somebody if they're drinking a beer that you like or um, you get to comment on what they are drinking as well so you are virtually having a beer with them um, and all having a discussion about it as well. So it's, again, it's really cool. And I noticed you guys are cross promoting it across multiple different platforms. Uh, same with, with Snapchat. It looks like you guys recently launched. How is Snapchat going for you guys? Snapchat is another really cool tool. And, it, and it's really um, what the cool thing about Snapchat is, and we're actually launching a couple of filters. I will have one at uh, an event that we're having at the end of the month at our Wilson location at ASU U of A uh, viewing party that we're that we're hosting, and we're also trying to get one together for the Cardinals game this uh, this Sunday. Um, but that's a yeah. That, I mean, especially that aspect of it when you get to drill down and you get to have a, a filter. This is this is user engagement. You know that our Snapchat account. Um, we get a lot of guests, and again, customers. Um, that are out out there enjoying our products and our beer and our at our pubs and, and and everywhere and they're talking to us and we're talking to them so it really brings marketing into that two-way conversation that is really new and yes you can do that on facebook but not like you can in snapchat snapchat is a very personal one-on-one kind of conversation that you can have with an individual or you can have it with uh, you know a group of of all your followers or you just put it out there in the stratosphere as well um but you know, it's it's really cool to be able to see those different dimensions, and you get to see the you know the users that are really engaged with your product, and um, you know it's really again I, I just can't speak enough about it that it's really drilling down and being able to reach uh, not only individuals but groups and, and and share stories and and do crazy. I love the filters, My, you know, just we're just a fan of them in general. But even when you get to create. That's, that's been something that we have we've done uh, one here in the past. Uh, we, we ran one all of August, which was really cool. And then being able to kind of flex our our creative muscles and be able to do um, you know really cool uh, sponsor uh, filters as well has been a lot of fun. So we're still we're still experimenting with that. We're still pushing the envelope with that. We have a whole bunch of different ideas where we can apply these filters to really uh, engage again with uh, with our fans. Yeah, as far as localized marketing, those the geo filters are incredible. Oh, they're so cool! They're so cool, love them. The last time I I was looking, it, I noticed that there are some restrictions around promoting alcohol. Did that change, or have you guys figured out a way to get around it? Well, because we're not actually um, 
we include our, our, our logo. We, I really haven't had too many issues with that. You know, um, I've even seen a lot of cool filters done by other products and other, uh, within the alcohol industry. And it, there, there doesn't seem to be too many restrictions yet. Um, as far as that goes, but again, for, for people that are following us, it's that you've got to be 21 to follow us. And if you're following us, you're saying that you are. So that's definitely always something that's sensitive. Um, but a lot of the, um, a lot of the events that we're even doing these uh, filters, you know, at our 21 and over, um, and events and entities. So, you know, that's another, that's another kind of, you know, I guess element of, of that level of marketing. That's interesting. And I'm, I'm curious, I know Snapchat, the engagement is, is pretty outstanding relative to basically all the other big social media platforms, but the one difficult thing about it is actually gaining followers. So how do you guys go about that? Yeah. You know what, uh, it, it is, especially, um, you know, when you, it's something that is still relatively new, um, but to get followers, I do rely a lot on cross promotion on our other platforms, but also even in-house in print. I mean, and if you look at any of our um, posters that we put up within our our four walls, you know, they also include a little icon that says "Follow us," uh, you know, on, on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Pinterest, and all those. Um, so we do a lot of, uh, you know, the, there's a lot of organic growth within that app as well just people find us um but i i personally work hard on using and and leveraging other platforms to to kind of get that word out uh and and get to increase our our fan base yeah that cross promotion is is crucial with with a platform like snapchat with the discovery they have a discovery feature, but the actual discovery of brand accounts is, is a little bit tougher. Yes, it is. That, yeah, those that in that level, that's that's really kind of tough to to get in there. But you know, again, the, the kind of conversation and the kind of relationship that we want um, with our fan base and followers, especially on chat and Snapchat, is really organic as well. So you know, we we want them to find us. <laughs> you know, we want them to to you know to just like you would in a bar. You know, or or, or in, in any social situation. You know, yeah, we're here. We want to talk to you, and you know, we want that to be a very comfortable and organic you know conversation. So, I, can you measure the gauge the effectiveness of of say a filter or quantify the value that having these open conversations has? We can do them, especially uh, it's it's measurable in the uh, the filter aspect. They, they'll give you analytics on that. As as far as what the our our organic conversations. I, I don't really, to be honest with you, I don't really measure them all that much. What I measure is how frequently they're they're happening and and the conversation that we're having amongst you know the 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 group that's following us. So to me, that's worth its weight in gold. As far as like hard stone cold analytics, I'm I'm not too concerned about it right now, especially on such a uh, a young platform. And uh, you know we're still trying to to see what works best as well. I'm really looking forward to some of these. Um, these filters that we have coming up, especially with your with their event specific. So I'd probably be able to elaborate on that a little bit more after that. But you know, we haven't really delved too deep into into those aspects quite yet. So I'm uh, some more mature social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I guess what are some of the the most important metrics for you guys that you measure? It's it's not always a race to see how many likes you have or how many followers you can get. Um, really, what I'm looking for is reach. And I'm also looking for engagement. You know, who's responding, who's liking, who's retweeting, or who's 
you know, putting in comments and, we, you know, and specifically we have a really popular yoga series that we started not too long ago uh, here at the H Street location. And, you know, just the organic posts did create a lot of buzz and a lot of engagement. But even when I boosted that, the, the reach that I got was phenomenal. Uh, for just for just a couple bucks, but I mean, just being able to reach um, a, a new demographic or a new kind of a sector of fans and followers, and and bring them into the brewery that that wouldn't have been here before has been amazing. And 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 that boost that that reach alone was oh, I got at least a hundred thousand people that were able to see that message. Did they make? Did they all come here for yoga? No, not really. But you know, we got a, we got our um, a couple photos of our locations in front of some folks, and they're like, "Oh, Four Peaks, all right, we 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 like those guys." So you know, the, that that in and of itself is is really important to us. That's pretty cool. And as far as measuring goes and, and tracking engagement, are are you guys doing any or tweaking the content according to engagement or how do you, how are you finding the most engaging content? So that is, I'm really glad that you brought that up because it is, I do do that. So I'll, even when I boost uh, ads and, and, and those kind of things, I'm looking at what's working. And then uh, because we'll, the way Facebook posts, uh, boosted posts work, they'll, they'll come to you a couple different times. So every couple of days I'll go in there, tweak that message again, uh, you know, in the event that I do reach the same person, um, you know, a couple different times, I want that message to be fresh for them. I don't, you know, want them to gloss over it and 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 kind of hit their mute button in their head while they're scrolling past some of our 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 content. You know, so I'm always looking to keep it fresh. You know, we're not necessarily an edgy brand by any means, but you know, we're definitely a brand that uh, we were honest and wholesome and and really straightforward with our you know, as a as a brand as our product is, you know, so I kind of try to keep that going, that same voice, that same point of view going through social media. So uh, sometimes things work um, and sometimes they don't. And so you just go, oh, that didn't work out. That I thought that photo was going to be awesome and it wasn't. <laughs> so you just kind of chalk that one up and uh, you go, oh, I'm not going to do that one again. <laughs> but, you know, when you do find something that works, uh, sometimes you just don't know it just works and you're gonna go with it um we do facebook live sessions every thursday and uh I, you know when, when we do that we did one that was super successful so i was like hey we're gonna do this every thursday and uh, you know it's it's starting to gain momentum we get a couple thousand views out of it and people really get into it so um and we're sharing a message and we're introducing um you know real faces of the from the brewery and and our location so that's a win so you know we'll just try to keep replicating replicating that as long as we can and then you know maybe that that comment will burn out too and then we switch gears and find something else that works so it's definitely about experimenting um and 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 being able to say that didn't work this isn't working i'm gonna have to switch gears and try something new and I'm intrigued by the by the Facebook Live. You guys using Facebook Live? I, it seems like any any time that Facebook rolls out a new a new product, if you can call it that, they usually boost the organic gauge, engagement just to try to promote people using that product a little more. What kind of content have you guys been putting out on Facebook Live, and what have you found most effective? Sure. So um, now there'd be places or events. For example, I did a Facebook Live all by myself from the uh, Big Red House at University of Phoenix Stadium where we're a title sponsor. But I really wanted to show um, fans and followers of, of our Facebook you know, life 
how cool this element was. It's in the basement of University of uh, Phoenix Stadium. It happens before each Cardinal home game. And there is really cool seating. Uh, it's all family. It looks like a German beer garden right in the ground floor of the stadium. So I really wanted to share that experience um, with folks. So we did a Facebook Live for that. So that was really popular. Um, and then we had a new element um, added to our beer pairings here at 8th Street uh, in Tempe. It's called Kegs and Candy. And we wanted to pair beer with some house-made candy. So people just, you know, when you think of candy, you're not thinking about beer. And when you think about beer, you're not necessarily thinking about candy. So, you know, this is really something we had to illustrate and really be able to show our fans and, and potential guests for this particular event, you know, how it was going to work and what was going to go down and have real time reaction to these awesome pairing that that chef came up with so um i had a facebook live i brought on um, melissa who is one of our brewers and she oversees our barrel age program i brought in chef john he is our pastry chef he did all of our um, all of the candies for that event from scratch and we sat there and we tasted it and it was awesome <laughs> like people really got to see firsthand like pretty much the shock on my face <laughs> to be honest with you because <laughs> i could not myself wrap my head around you know how this thing is gonna work and go down and here i'm gonna market it and, and be you know do it with gusto but i'm like wait i didn't even try it so anyway um <laughs> it was super fun and it always helps to have a charismatic guest you know that as well as anyone right i hope so <laughs> so we did that <laughs> right and so we so that worked and so we have so many things going on um, within our brewery that just are really making it out you know there and they're being able to have guests see or, or again potential customers see you know that real-time reaction so i did another one with one of our brewers drew and and one of the gals that works in our hr department jesse and we talked about a beer a special beer that we uh brewed from our single tank series it's called harvey's hawk iba and that one had a really cool story behind it um and it, it was also um supporting an endeavor with uh, AZ Rescue, AZ Canine Rescue. You know, so we were able to get out in front of folks and be able to tell that story real time. Um, I did another one where we talked about all of our new craft cocktails that we have coming out. We have a gal here named Erin who does a lot of that. So she was able to tell her story and we're able to introduce, uh, you know, um, our, our fan base to real life people within the brewery. You know, we're not a nameless, faceless brewery that's pumping out all this beer all the time. No, we, there are people behind it that are passionate. And I really want to kind of convey that passion and, and that love for what they're doing here, you know, to our, our guests in such a way. So anyway, so those are some, some, you know, reasons. I, I th definitely think they need to be planned for as a Facebook Live. Um, I, and they really need to, to have a purpose, you know, just flicking on the, the Facebook Live button and, and going to town. And it's, I don't think that's going to be a recipe for success, but just having some planning um, behind it, but allowing the conversation to take its natural curves and however that's going to work out. It's just like hanging out and having a beer with us, you know, and that's really what I wanted it to be. So, so those are some instances of, of how we've used Facebook Live. Uh, very cool. And we the, oh, go ahead. Wait, but we've also had some pretty bad failures on that as well. So. <laughs> well, I want to hear about some failures too. <laughs> well, so before Facebook Live was, um, uh, there's that, where is that? There's another one, another platform. I can't think of it right now. Um, oh, Periscope. And so 
not understanding the need to have some kind of social or some third party, I guess, um, conversational lubrication, I would just have two brewers sit um, and have them taste beer and talk about it. And while brewers really do have a lot of knowledge and a lot of information, sometimes it just can't be conveyed to the average uh, beer lover. So a lot of those <laughs> conversations that I thought were going to be super awesome and people really wanted to hear, they did not. <laughs> it's just, and so I was like, okay, that didn't work out. It's okay. We're going to switch gears. And that's when, you know, I, I decided to get in front of the camera and, and kind of help that along and, you know, add some, you know, again, just to get that conversation moving along and maybe add some, a little bit of comic relief. Cause I really, um, I kind of have no shame, I guess. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> um, often, you know, either missing some piece of information or asking the questions. Like, I, I don't understand how this is working. Please tell me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, that's, so that's what happens when you, um, don't do, you know, you don't have a success. You just switch gears. So as, as far as the planning goes, what is the planning that, that you guys do as far as scheduling, structuring the, the actual Facebook Live content, and then uh, the production value? Sure. Um, you know, it's it's planned out as long for as far out as we have something to talk about. Again, you know, if we don't have anything to talk about, we're not going to force it. But, the, you know, right now I have you know, up until the middle of, of November kind of planned out because we do have a lot of cool things going on. But in the beginning of the week, I send out just a little, like, I guess a little outline of how the the segment is going to go down. You know, I'm going to introduce myself. I'm going to introduce you. We're going to ask you, you know, I'll give them a couple of questions kind of to prepare themselves for. Because um, a lot of folks that I'm bringing on there as guests are not used to uh, being in front of a camera or, you know, kind of being put on the spot, you know, so being able to give them some time to prep and think about what they're going to say or how they want to, you know, to say it is, is definitely something that moves the conversation along as well. So I do that on a Monday, they have a couple of days to think about it, or they can ignore my email. Sometimes that happens too, I know. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, we come down to Thursday and, you know, 10 a.m. ish is usually when we try to do these things I set up. Um, now, it's it's gotten cons it's gotten better with each um, with each segment we do. I, I have lighting now. I have microphones. Um, you know, we now know about ambient noise, <laughs> and uh, um, you know, trying to find some place that's visually appealing but not too busy in the background. So uh, again, there's been some some wins and losses in those areas. Um, but definitely, if the sound is not good, people are not going to tune in. If the lighting is bad, people are not going to to tune in. Um, so really, you know, I have a microphone, a full, you know, full microphone that plugs into my iPhone. I also have a lapel mic that I'll wear if I'm just doing one myself. So I'm really concerned about the noise. I'm really concerned about the lighting. Um, and really, you want it to look organic and you want it to look as live as possible but I also want it to be visually uh, and, you know appealing as well as really having good audio and being audible you know so those are some really important and, and again that's coupled with the topic you know if if you have all these great bells and whistles and you don't have a great topic or you have no topic um, that's it's not going to work out for you um, but if you have a great topic and you have a great message that you want to share and people can't see or hear it, then you're losing out there too. So, um, you know, those are just some, some pointers from someone who's li <laughs> living, living through it. <laughs> hey, you got to take the, 
the not so good turnouts as as a learning experience. It's the only way to only way to learn. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's that's you're absolutely right. You're just you just got to try sometimes. And what I love about you guys is that you say you're not an edgy brand as far as the branding goes, but it feels like there's so many brands out there that are just resistant to the change in social media or are scared to embrace these new platforms. And that doesn't describe you guys at all. You've jumped into Snapchat, you Facebook Live and have, have found success in it. So that's that's really cool. Yes. Um, and 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 I will tell you, and it's not just me. Um, I, I am a person who's going to to embrace a technology and embrace these platforms for sure. It is a part of my my job, not only as a social media you know person, but that's just how I live my life. Um, but really, the cool thing too is the the folks that I work with here, the co-founders. They are like, hey, if you want to try it, go ahead and try it. So I always have, you know, great support on that end. And, you know, again, I'm always kind of truthful, like that worked, that did not work. Um, so they, they do appreciate, uh, you know, the me being candid and, and, and being honest about something. There are some platforms out there that, you know, just you don't need to be on all of them. Um, you know, right now I'm a one-person show running the social media. We are bringing on more of the team uh, for for that. We're really going to grow this this department. But you know, um, I don't think that every brand needs to be on every single channel. Um, you know, so it's definitely trying to figure out who you're marketing to, understand your your current audience, and then understand your opportunities to be able to grow. Um, and and know who you're going after, and then be able to leverage that platform to get the best message out to the people that want to hear it. So I think that that is a, a definitely definitely uh, a, a need. And I, I fully agree. And this has been a really interesting interview. Just listening to how you guys have embraced some of this emerging technology and, and the different social platforms, and that speaks to you're not being afraid to fail. And that's a that's a big aspect of embracing whatever it is. So, and you got to have a sense of humor about it too, for sure. Because <laughs> if you don't, I don't. I don't know. I laugh at myself. <laughs> every day. So that's always a positive. <laughs> awesome. Well, we've got a, a few wrap up questions that we asked all of our guests. Just out of curiosity, what, if anything, do you know now that you've learned on the job? Do you wish you knew when you first started? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so much. Um, I, I, You know what? Honestly, I do. It, going back to um, I, I really learned um, how to um, eat some crow. <laughs> Uh, you just really need to uh, be able to to accept um, some things are, are not going to work your way. They're, you're not going to hit a home run every single time, and everything that you do is not going to be a shiny, beautiful gem. Um, and so that that, that humility um, is really and being and being humble um, is definitely something that I have really learned to embrace um, since uh, since I started. And frankly, um, and, and that's like on the on the human side of it. Um, on the technical side, gosh, I really wish I spent more time learning some videography. I had to learn videography and editing on the fly for a lot of the videos that we do because that is what um, social media in general lends to. So um, I really, you know, that was, <laughs> there was a lot of learning curves about that and what worked and what didn't work. Um, but yeah, definitely, um, the best thing I learned was as um, learning how to how to take a failure. <laughs> to be honest with you, 
<laughs> so are there any any tools that you use or have any routines that, that help you stay productive and on top of the social media? So, uh, yeah, yes, there are. And I, I'm a, I am a information data platform junkie. <laughs> uh, I had two huge screens um, that I work off of, and I'm always looking – at stats, and I'm always looking at, um, you know, who we're reaching. Google Analytics, oh my gosh. So I, I, I made sure to learn and get my Google Analytics certification as quickly as I possibly could upon taking this job so I can really delve into those analytics and understand them and then be able to regurgitate them and, 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 and break them down into the simplest form to see what's working, what isn't working. So um, I, Hootsuite's a big, you know, thing that I use, a platform that I use. I used to also use a a platform called Percolate, and uh, you know, and, and it, it, these are um, this is not a, an endorsement by any means. These are just things that I, I, so I don't know how that works out on these things. But uh, I also Google Trends is something that I'm always using as well, and always looking for news. So there, I have a, a lot of Google alerts that are set up as well, so I can see what's trending and be able to share um, really cool articles that aren't always necessarily related to us at Four Peaks. I shared one this morning from Thrillist about, you know, some of the most beautiful places to visit in Arizona, you know, so that's some content that, you know, fans out there want to see, and it doesn't really relate to us as far as beer goes, but it does relate to us being a part of Arizona. All right. That makes perfect sense. Still, still relevant. And so last question, are there off the top of your head, are there any books that you can think of that have influenced the way that you approach marketing or social media or just your job in general? Um, believe it or not, well, I, I've read a, quite a few few books, but I will tell you the one that influenced me the most was Stephen King on writing. And that was such a, an awesome, there's a lot of writing that goes on in social media, especially if you're, I have a blog that I write, um, marieatfourpeaks.com. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and again, starting starting out as as someone you know who really didn't feel like their writing skills were very strong. You know, reading this book, you know, he Stephen King, you know, uh, encourages you to get out and just start writing, just start. And you know, once that started, um, it became a much easier to to write. So now it's not such a hurdle for me. It's actually you know it's something I embrace and I look forward. Um, to do it. So if I'm writing, you know, maybe a, a, an email campaign or a blog, or, you know, even if I'm doing storyboards, you know, there's a lot of writing involved. And so that was definitely something that pushed me into like, you can do this, just go for it. Um, but there's, there's countless of other books about the history of what social interaction is and what social media has done. It's gone all the way back to uh, the, the Egyptian times where people would literally, um, in Greek times where people would post things on literal walls. They would write messages on walls. Um, so, you know, those are things, cool things to, to think about as well. I also, um, on, a, on a related note, um, you know, I'm, I decided to go back to school. So I'm right now getting a uh, visual communications degree. So I, I, I took the history of graphic design, um, which was also a very poignant class to take as you learn the different methods of um, visual communication, graphic design. So you can really draw from some inspiration from what happened in the you know, in the past and, and where we're going as a, a visual marketing, you know, uh, phenomenon into the future. So those are some things, I guess, some tools in my toolbox that 
that are really important. Oh, that's great. It, uh, you are, you're definitely killing it. So keep up the great work. And it's, it's, uh, it, it's fun to hear your passion for both marketing and social media and just the beer industry in general come through in, in your answers. So it's been a pleasure. It's where can people find out more about Four Peaks and see the work that you're doing? Well, um, follow us on, again, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, uh, all at Four Peaks Brew. You can find us on, online to fourpeaks.com as our website. Um, again, my blog is marie at at4peaks.com as well. So you can hear a little bit about that as well so yeah i mean i'm here (laughs) i want to talk to you (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you marie my pleasure Thank you all again so much for listening to the podcast. And if you guys are finding any value or enjoying what you're listening to, we would really appreciate if you go over to iTunes and give us your honest feedback in the ratings and review section. It would really help us out. So thank you all again. And we'll look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Food Marketing Nerds Podcast. For interview transcripts or to download your free social media ebook, check out foodmarketingnerds.com.